Hey everyone, welcome back to the Desire Talks podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Bradbury, aka Mr. Britain X. This is the podcast where we talk to sex workers from around the world. We find out a little bit more about themselves. We find out a bit behind the scenes. We hear some funny stories. We find out what's coming up and what's on the platform, things like that. But today is a little bit different. Uh, We're going to be speaking to a good friend of mine. Uh, I met him through the industry. He's a photographer. His name is Alex Whiteman. He is huge in the fitness photography industry. Um, But he made that move over to the sex worker industry. He works them both hand in hand. And we want to find out why he did it, what he enjoys about it. And he has a few big things coming up as well. So we're going to get into that. So let's get him on, Alex Whiteman. Right, everyone, so here's Alex. Alex, say hello to everyone. Hello. Right, so I've said that me and you have worked together quite a few times. Uh, You're a good friend of mine. And I've explained that you're a photographer and that you mainly work with the fitness community. And then you've kind of now... Well, you work with the adult community a little bit as well. Um, so let's just go right the way back. Tell us a bit about yourself, Alex. Um, so I'm 35 now. Um, I started um, photography when I was mm, 24, I think. So that's when I went self-employed anyway. Um, but I had no photography background beforehand. I was studying uh, fine art at uni and I remember... 2009 was when I graduated and then I started my business in 2010 and I did work for a photography company for a year so somewhere around there I was getting into photography um but I do remember being um like going sole trader in 2010 so it's good 12 years almost now when you jumped into that photography so you're working for a company realized bloody hell I'm quite good at this what type of photography did you jump into when you went sole trader um so yeah literally after i finished my degree i went to the job center because i was like i need a job um and i remember looking through the screen um i don't know if it's different now because it was good that's the only time i've ever been to the job center um back in 2010 um it's it's such a happy place isn't it full of of such likable people (laughs) yeah i remember standing in there looking at this screen and i was scrolling through a list of things that were coming up. I think there were options to pick like, um, like filters and stuff. And I was basically looking for anything creative because I couldn't work in a bank or anything like that because I would just suffocate as a person. Yeah. Um, so I did a, you know, a creative background uh, like degree. So, um, and I remember seeing the word photographer um, come up on the <clears> screen and it was the first time I'd ever considered doing photography. I mean, when I was at uni, um doing fine art it was pretty much whatever you wanted to do um and I did use a camera now and then during my degree but it wasn't something I knew a lot about technical wise etc so and it was the first time I saw uh, or thought about doing something like that and I'm, the company that I worked for was like a portrait company so they oh. did like family portraits so mostly children and like families um and I went along to the interview, they offered me the job um, and I worked a year for them and it made me realize that I enjoyed doing photography and like work with people. Um, and then the company, you know, in a nutshell, I didn't get on with them and I decided to leave. And uh, there were people in my life at the time that were quite supportive of 
like what I was doing and going self-employed. So I had, you know, a roof over my head, thanks to my parents and the support from people around me at the time. So I had that kind of strength to get into being self-employed. Um, and to answer your question in a long-winded way, um, I got into shooting uh, family portraits immediately because that's what I was used to doing. Um, and um, quite quickly into doing that, I realized, you know, this is not what I want to do uh, for my own work, um, but it was what I was used to doing. That's why I went into it. Yeah. I started looking at weddings because weddings were, I'm not going to say easy, but they were That's like... It's a cool moneymaker. It's a bread and butter, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, a quick way of getting, you know, decent money. Um, they were quite daunting. I remember like, you know, my first ones. Mm. Um, Bridezilla. <laughs> you know, I've actually never really had a proper Bridezilla. Uh, okay. I mean, I've had people, obviously people are stressed and stuff, but um, I think like, you know, doing wedding photography, it can be really stressful with like the unpredictable side of stuff. Um, you have to, with wedding photography, you have to be quite experienced, I think, with being able to deal with, any kind of situation so mm. i've been i've done weddings where you know equipment's failed i've done weddings where the weather's like not been what you want you've had to use areas that you don't want to use and you know people um are another factor so um you have to be quite adaptive so and yeah done a bit of weddings and then you did mm. and you realized the family stuff wasn't what you wanted to do was it was it weddings or did you did you go to fitness straight away or was there a stepping stone again towards that so I had a little word with myself um, to work out what it was I was not connecting, I guess, with the customers I was working with at the time and the sort of work I was producing. And what it was was I didn't feel like I was being challenged creatively, and that wasn't yeah. my that wasn't my customers' fault because you know I was quite new to working for myself. But I went on a website. Um, I won't name it, but I went on a website which was to help find models and things. Um, mm. And um, I believe it's still going, but... To be fair, I actually think uh, two words, M and M for each word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was on, <laughs> straight away, I know exactly what you're on about. I was on there and, um, and you know, I was getting people messaging me and I met up with some models and, you know, it was all it was all um, time for print basis, which was to be like... Fair, back in 2008, I think, I was on there and I worked with a few photographers. So, yeah, that was a really good website. And to be fair, we can say it was a model mayhem, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I I still I think I have a profile, which I never really used, but um, back then it was really I handy. I don't even know if I've still got a profile on there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it was quite a good database, but yeah. you have to be careful on there because there's a lot of weirdos. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. so... I started making a portfolio with people I was meeting off of there. And at the time I was really into shooting in derelict buildings. Mm. Um, it's called urbexing. Um, I was, didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an urbexer, you like going to derelict buildings. Okay. Um, and, and I've been in some very scary places, let me tell you. And I have a story to tell you next time I see you probably on the 15th. Um, I was on the podcast no? <laughs> no, no, this is too many. I've been in some really scary places. Let's just say that. And um, all right, was it a ghost or was it a, 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 a hobo? <laughs> I've had some really freaky encounters. When I see you, I'll right. tell you about. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, so I was doing some like shoots in those kind of places, and um, I was kind of developing a style at the time, I guess, like mm -hmm. location-wise, and like it was a bit different. Um, and there was a guy that messaged me off Model Mayhem who asked to work with me and I worked with him and that was when I first realized about the whole fitness scene because 
um, the guy that I worked with was already involved with the fitness industry because at the time the fitness industry was quite fresh on social yeah. media. Um, and um, he was one of those guys that was quite involved. And because I'd worked then with him, <clears throat> um, everyone else in that industry started seeing me. So, and that's when I became aware of the fitness industry. And I was quite lucky, I guess, to have joined that industry when it was quite fresh because, yeah. um, you know, without blowing my own trumpet, like I became like one of the, the most known photographers in it at the time. Um, it's obviously a lot more saturated now. Yeah, you, which... went, you went viral. Like your, your fitness stuff is huge. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of people. If anyone searches it, what, what do they search Alex Whiteman Photography and they'll find you on most platforms? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in social events uh, where obviously, you know, I've seen people that train and whatever and then sort of get into conversation. And then it turns out that I probably work with someone they know or then they, they, they might not twig who I am initially, but then um, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen your work, um, like my logo and stuff. So it does surprise me, like, how many people do know about me, even like around different parts of the world. Mm. Um, but the industry, the fitness industry has changed a lot over the years. Like it was great. Um, it's a lot more saturated. It is like getting blood out of a stone now. And yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of why I've had to adapt and leading into the sort of sex work type of stuff. Um, that's probably why I've turned my eye to that kind of work as well, because, you know, sure. with the price of certain platforms, it's become a thing that people have turned to. Did you come to that idea yourself or was there a model that suggested or did I, I don't really know. I've not ever spoke to you about this. Mm. So, yeah, I was, I was referred to it. Yeah, so someone so mentioned it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, a, I was referred by Vince. Everyone knows Vince. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Vince, I'm on about getting Vince on this actually. Um, yeah. Guests. If you'd know who he's not veggie Vince anymore, is he? he used to be known as veggie Vince. Didn't he? <laughs> Yeah. yeah but Vince I Vince I knew through the fitness industry yeah um and I've known him quite a while and then yeah there was a when I just moved to the Midlands um and uh, he was around here um that's when he first mentioned it to me and um I've always thanked him for signing me up to it because it's actually been like a massive help with um you know I could I at the time um, the fitness industry was still providing and then all of a sudden it wasn't so yeah. and it suddenly suddenly became a um a safety net um i mean it's still very unpredictable but the the money that i have you know earned um through it has been you know i wouldn't change that and also working with the people in that industry as well it is enjoyable i like i mean i i, I nothing shocks me and i've seen everything so mm. but the thing i try to do is keep both types of clients separate because I don't want one or the other being put off. Not that I kind of care too much. I mean, I'm confident enough in what I'm doing, but I am aware of the fact that not everyone gets it. So yeah, I do you have, you don't want to be labeled as just the, the porn photographer. You want to be, you know, you, you, you bread and butter, you're really good at fitness. You still want to be established and reputable there, but the adult side is a separate entity kind of. Yeah. I mean, I used, Twitter for the you know more naughty side um, yeah. and as I start to use that more recently and you know getting more attention on there I do get people that message me on Twitter that haven't seen my other work and they mm. think that what I'm doing on Twitter is solely what I do <laughs> and I'm like no it's not all I do but all right um, then. Um, let, what, what is your Twitter because obviously I said everyone search Alex Whiteman photography that's your mm. fitness what's yeah. the one to search for your naughty stuff well, it's actually still my name, which I probably should change, but it's too late, I think, now, really. Um, it's 
because I originally started using Twitter for my normal work anyway. Um, so you can oh. still find me on, on there under my surname slash uh, it's, it's Whiteman underscore Alex is All my right. Twitter handle. I thought it was Sir, Sir Alex, but is it so? Whiteman? So my, yeah, I mean, my actual handle is at Whiteman underscore Alex, but my name is Sir Alexander on there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, what I'll do then is when, when we finish this uh, this podcast, you message me exactly what your handles are and I'll put them in the captions. <laughs> They'll make it a lot yeah. easier. But, um, okay, so so when Vince came around, was it Vince came to do a normal shoot and he was kind of like, I need to get some nudes. Was it was it that? Was that how the subject come across? Or was it just general, you already knew he did that? And he goes, why don't you ever do it? I can't remember, because I obviously didn't have OnlyFans at the time. I hadn't heard of it. Um, but, I mean, Vince is quite comfortable anyway in himself. And I'm I'm pretty sure we were like exploring sort of implied nudes at least. Yeah, um, implied nudes, even within normal fitness, it's, not, it's done quite frequently, isn't it? Yeah. So, because... Um, yeah, I didn't have uh, any sort of way of using that kind of content um, otherwise um, until that profile. But um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure we were doing like implied um, sort of shots. But obviously Vince like was um, like me actually, because after I became aware of OnlyFans, I spent a lot of time referring people to it. You know, the amount of people that I was meeting. Yeah. Um, um, and signed them up and I signed up some good names as well um, so uh, Vince made that his thing as well and um, obviously saw you know potential in signing me up as well so that's why he referred it to me mm. um, but it's only recently where I've focused on my own one content wise um, to try and make up for the money that they took away from me <laughs> okay yeah because that that was a, a thing as well wasn't it OnlyFans their referral system was once you referred someone you got because OnlyFans took 20% um, of everyone's money, didn't they? But if you referred, they only took 15 and the referrer took 5%. So the new model yeah. lost no money, wasn't it? Yeah. But that, yeah. Was, that was forever. And then mm. after... Lifetime it was. Yeah, lifetime, lifetime. And then after so many years, they just dropped an email, went, yeah, we're getting rid of that. You've got 12 months and then you don't get the money anymore. So you lost a big-ass chunk there, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, they changed it from lifetime to 12 months and after your first million. So, you know, the amount of time, the amount of time you had to invest in someone in helping them build up their profile, yeah. you know, it just wasn't worth it at the end of the day. And since then, I haven't just bothered, <laughs> I haven't bothered referring people to it. Um, and I've just focused no. on my own one, which yeah. is doing okay now with the sort of content I'm making. But I was going to say before, um, um, go on, go on, actually, no, you carry on. I was just going to say that um, because of like all their sort of, random changes affecting me that's why i invested in sort of my own platform that i'm releasing but um, as a safety net but it's just a thing having to adapt you know in this industry being well, you mentioned there that you about your own platform which i really want to go into but before we do if anyone signs up to your pages wherever they are um mm. what are they going to find what what type of content is on like, on your oh currently your only fans so um, until recently, I'd say in the last kind of few months, couple of months, um, it was mostly like behind the scenes um, as I'm shooting, more nudes, that kind of thing. So like pictures and videos of my shoots. Um, and but then, not, But the nudes, because I know, because I've worked with you, it's not just 
an implied artsy nude, it's you go quite raunchy with it, don't you? Yeah, so I mean, OnlyFans is like you know a place for more explicit stuff. Um, so I'd like you know I'd describe it more as porn than art. Um, but um, more recently, I mean, I'm a massive nerd anyway. As you can probably see by the helmet. <laughs> I'd describe it more, yeah. <laughs> I'd describe it though, like as erotica, so it is a type of art. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm just being simple, simple, but yeah, yeah. it is everything. It's all it's all art. I, I quite but, like it because, like, obviously, anyone can take a picture. Like a guy could take a picture naked with a boner, but you can make that picture looks just so much more. You know, that's the skill of a photographer: the the way the light and the angles. Um, the directing that you've done behind an image, so yeah. it's just—I don't know—it's it's a lot. It's nicer, and then you can go right. Let's just get some really like basic filth, and then you're like, right, no, I want to try this. <laughs> you know, because you I can got, obviously I've got put thousands some... of images with you, thousands. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit trigger happy. I mean, obviously you can like you know put some more thought into the lights changing here. I'm just trying to like turn more <laughs> to where the window light is. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously you can be more creative and whatever, and I always aim to be when I'm shooting, regardless of the sort of themes and content. But um, what I was like getting into is basically saying that I've actually realised um, sort of themes and things like that has helped me. Like at the moment, I went from I've always been around top seven. I've gone now to top one point five in the last couple of months um, because of like my change of content. I've started making more kind of nerdy type, uh, sort of fantasy type themes. People love like superheroes and stuff like. Um, and yeah, because these these guys you're getting in are like absolute rock solid. Like they might as well have been carved out of marble kind of models. A lot of them, and well, that's because are... I work a lot in fitness. So. Yeah. so you've got these guys who look like superheroes. So you're like, let's do some bloody superhero shit. And a lot of people fantasize about these type of physiques. So you're you're nailing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, you'll see that kind of content too on there. Basically, if you're a nerd, then you'll love it. Um, <laughs> um, but you've kind of dabbled in something else, which is really like hit a market, which was quite unexpected, isn't there? It's that robot stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm encompassing all that into what I'm saying about the superheroes. So mm. basically, any anything that's like kind of sort of magic or fiction or like kind of fantasy, that's the kind of stuff I've started, you know, uh, exploring. Um, and a lot of the themes, you know, not a lot of people understand what's going on, but it, it is a large audience in itself, like, um, and uh, I'm enjoying making it. Um, and if a guy's up for it, then I obviously am in need of that type of content. So, uh, but it's, yeah, it's really helped me. I know I'm doing something right, because just because of going from top seven to top 1.5. Um, and yeah. so, so I'm just like, continue to explore it. And when I, when I actually get around to, being able to use my own platform i'm gonna use it extensively for that type of content so i'll know i'll get people attracted to it initially i do actually want to stress something before we move on to your platform talking about saying you're doing this for these models and xyz you've also helped quite a lot of models as well um just give you a bit of recognition where like just by saying like right you've not really done photo shoots doesn't matter if you've never done one before come round, and there's nothing pushy about you it's quite like we'll go at your own pace. We'll do X, Y, Z. You know, yeah, and and you, I mean, and you promote them because with your pages, cause you have some bloody big ass pages. What's your What's your Facebook now? Like a million followers, something like that. No, it's 
it's, it's always just been under just annoyingly. Under, so just under a million. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah I'll post you on there. So you, you like, so you post, so you're working with these models. And yeah, honestly, so you're helping quite a lot of models out as well. And that's one thing you want to do with your new platform, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I pride myself on trying to help people. I mean, I won't name people, but, you know, someone recently said I was selfish and it's just not true. Um, I like to help people. Um, it's what I've based my whole like career on. I like making people feel good about themselves. I like making people, um, you know, see the potential in themselves. Another thing then that you just said, because you said like make people feel good about themselves and we're talking about how you work with these people who have bodies made out of marble. Even though I've said that and you work a lot with them, that's just because that's what fits your audience. But you're quite happy to work with various body types, aren't you? Well, actually, I, I don't know what necessarily my audience are into, but I mean, I, I do get in terms of physique, uh, I think there actually is a mixture, but um, I, I get those type of people come to me just purely because I work a lot in the fitness industry. But yesterday I worked with a, um, if I'm allowed to say the word Twinkie, a uh, Twinkie guy. Um, mm. And I actually, I actually like working with slimmer guys personally because they have more of like a, a model sort of looking a lot of, a lot of the time okay <laughs> um you know big guys fine like but i always always find like you know facially and expressions and things just not as interesting um but i, I do <laughs> it's like it's because they're spending so much time trying to tense their body that they can't have a nice expression at face <laughs> and also because i mean not everyone gets it i mean i i love the freaky side of bodybuilding uh, the reason why i like shooting fitness is because i love seeing all of the vascularity and every single muscle and it's but it's freaky and i love it um yeah. and, but that that kind of that kind of uh condition puts a lot of people off because they don't understand it like when you buy a pair of underwear the guy on the packet is not shredded there's someone there's someone that looks good but someone that you can relate to so i am aware of like you know different body types um not everyone will be into like the shredded guys mm. some like more of a fuller guy uh, some likes them the guys whatever like everyone's got their own taste which is why i've actually struggled with my own only fans because my only fans is all different types of people um but i think the reason why mine suddenly started becoming um good is because of the themes that i'm exploring so people aren't joining my only fans for a certain body type they're joining it for the concepts that are going on yeah which is why which is why i feel like i've found you know a niche um, and a direction for my content that's quite that's quite nice to hear actually all right then so we're talking about now your platform um you have got a name but we're going to refrain from naming it until it's 100 percent ready to release yeah um so by the time this comes out because this you know this might not be released for a couple of weeks you could be ready you could be out you know so but we're going to talk about it without a name so we'll just call it your platform so tell us about your platform like what made you want to do it um so i mentioned briefly earlier but with only fans like changing my well taking away loads of my money and um then that kind of scare of them going to like stop all porn um that's oh, yeah, what prompted they, me to yeah they said they were going to stop all porn didn't they and then literally everyone had a meltdown who was working in it and yeah it's crazy so the uncertainty of it isn't it so you so you thought i'm going to do my own i mean i i hate not being in control and especially when it comes to money um so i was like why am i letting someone else be in control of this so i've decided i mean I, I had the money to put aside for it and i said to myself if i don't if i don't do it now i'll never know so 
um, you got to spend money to make money. <clears throat> so I invested in this platform and um, my sort of plans with it are going to be a little bit different to maybe how other platforms are doing theirs because I mean, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. So, I mean, I'm a photographer by trade. That's how I make my, my money. I'm not aiming to be greedy with my platform. So one, I'm offering my creators more um, and I'm taking less. I'm also offering the referral scheme. But the thing that I'm in, I think I'm going to take sort of root wise with this is to not have thousands and thousands of creators that I don't know who they are. There'll be people I've worked with, the people that they've worked with that have been referred and, I just don't want all this unpredictable sort of people on there, which is probably mm. one of the reasons why I think platforms like OnlyFans have been under fire. So I want to be a bit more like kind of, uh, I use the word family, um, family orientated with the people that I'm sort of working with on there. Obviously, like there's no limit to the amount of subs that can join, but in terms of those on the creating, there'll be people that I've approved or the creators yeah. that I'm approving mm. have so, for example, I come on there because you know me and I'm, I've am i worked with you and you're like, yeah, you can create an account. I want to yeah. refer a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's something where I'm going to be like, hmm. They can, do they be then able to like approach the website, create a profile, then you, you personally have to approve if they're allowed on it or not? Yeah, I mean, that's how it works anyway. So anyone, so you can, so when you sign up, you have to, you know, say you're 18 and whatever and you sign sign agree it's to that sign up. it's just because you said you don't want loads of creators if the referral scheme's there obviously all the creators are like let's get my friends on here let's do that let's do that but yeah you, you want to approve them because we know in the industry now there's people get who've got bad reputations and stuff and you just don't you won't want them yeah i mean when, when you sign up to OnlyFans, you still got to go for that approval process so it's the same thing so basically when you sign up to it and then you want to become a creator, you have to fill in that bit and then you submit ID, et cetera. Um, and then I have to approve that person basically. Um, and um, but, you're, but yours is a little bit more personal. You're just like, I don't know you. <laughs> is that what, is that the difference? Perhaps. Um, yeah. And the person to begin know, with, the, to begin with, yeah, to, to begin with, but I mean, I'm not aiming to be greedy with the amount of money I want to be taking on there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all it's all about the um like you know, if you were on there, obviously try and make as much as you can. Um, but that doesn't but if but other people being on there won't impact you. Let's talk a little bit about differences then between you and your your platform and OnlyFans. So mm-hmm. on OnlyFans, it's quite um you found someone on social media and then you click on their profile and you're at their profile. You're talking about there's a feature where you've got like a homepage where just models are featured on there so you can find people, isn't it? Yeah, so there's like a kind of sort of um, a wall almost, um, like a communal wall um, called a da- the dashboard uh, or discovery. And um, <clears throat> when you create a post uh, on your profile, you there are, there are like some options where you can choose for it to go through to t- the discovery page um and then people that you know subs that have you know joined the 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 platform that haven't necessarily joined your profile yet um could probably see you on that discovery page to be like oh they look good i'll go and uh, check their profile out and subscribe um and there's obviously different categories and things for people to search as well um so basically you've got a bit more options with um your posts um and you can also lock your 
own like if you rather than like you know you can do private messaging and stuff but you can put like a locked post on your own profile so even those that have sub sub to you can still have to pay for additional stuff mm. um so that's going on as well okay so back to more differences OnlyFans is very very restrictive um like OnlyFans, you can't you can't post outdoors you can't do uh, your water sports you can't do there's just a big like a lot of bdsm you can't do um like loads and loads of it um just the, the list is like that I, just, I can't even remember off the top of my head but yeah are you going to be allowing a lot more stuff or are you going to yeah have similar rules or so that's no go on no, that that, that <coughs> it won't be as restrictive as that. No, but obviously um, there are certain themes that you know, like you know, they've got on there. There's the rightly sort of uh, yeah uh, uh, prohibited. But um, Any, anything, I think, that break, anything that breaks the laws, I know, go for as a given. <laughs> I think the reason the I re, I think the reason why they've become so tight on sort of themes on their platform is because of how out of control it's got with the amount of people that have joined it. Yeah, which is why which is why I don't want mine to be the same. <laughs> so, okay. because I think the reason why they've made their list so long is because they're not able to um, mm. be in control of all their creators, um, because there's a lot of people on there abusing um, their position. Yeah, so that's why, like, I think there's issues with letting all these random people join your your site. Yeah, I I agree there. Like it, it is good in the whole BDSM thing because there's a huge, huge fan base for that. And then OnlyFans just kind of like you can't do. You got to be very careful because like we allow it, but we don't allow it to an extent. It's like where's the line? And they're like we don't know. Just post it and we will see. But there's a risk of deletion for that. It's not just a whole. Yeah, we don't allow that. They could just go. Your account's deleted. But you said I could do it. Yeah, but not that one. <laughs> It's it's scary, yeah. you know. But if on yours you're like, yeah, feel free to hog tie someone and give them a good spanking. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously consent is important, isn't it? But yeah. it's quite obvious that you know if people are you know acting role playing. Yeah, uh, and as well, I mean, you could you could literally have that on model all these forms, can't you? The fact they've done that, or you could even somehow, but it's part of the video where it's quite clear to see. You know, like at the end of of. We, we, me and you spoke and at the end of your videos you even thought about saying something didn't you or get them to say something uh yeah recently i've started doing disclaimers and getting people like saying like oh you know like when you watch porn anyway you get the actors talking they usually sat in their bathrobes um giving oh, each other like, yeah, a, yeah. in a hug like this that was good um so it was it's kind of like that <laughs> um, no, that's so, a really good idea for bdsm scenes and stuff like that yeah, because it's kind of like, well, it's all acting, it's consenting. Um, yeah. So, I've, you know, as long as that's made clear for people, because I think people just get offended so easily when they see stuff. Um, um, and perhaps, you know, for the right reasons, some people might have, you know, had ordeals in the past where, you know, they're triggered by certain themes. Yeah. Um, but they do have the option to turn it off. Yeah. So, like, you know, consent is a big thing and, and i know like only fans are big on that too but to the point where i feel like they just can't manage the amount of people so they just act um brashly mm. basically oh yeah uh, i'm i'm really excited for your platform can't wait for it to come out 
Um, we just before we close, we briefly mentioned about um, in the past, me and you've discussed doing like uh, big trips with people from your platform, aren't we? Uh, so we'll kind of explain what what that what the idea was behind that. So again, like that kind of family feel of looking after people um, and not a selfish person. Um, I like to, um, in my head, like organize sort of events and uh, trips, like have, um, I mean, I used to do like for a company, I used to like go to Marbella and we used to like hire out a villa and we used to shoot loads of models in the villa and stuff, that kind of thing. Just have a group of people together making content and traveling around obviously it's really difficult right now with the restrictions and stuff mm. um but in an ideal world if there is one um that is what i'd like to be doing at some point well, basically we... like like you do with your events and stuff yeah. just kind of like have um sort of that kind of you know photography model kind of content going on well we better do that this summer because i'm sure sure you'll be well underway by then <laughs> we'll get we'll get a team of your platforms models and we'll just go to some sunny country because you can't be doing it in the snow i'm not doing that <laughs> i would really like to go somewhere nice and hot yeah, <laughs> yeah if you say right we're going on a skiing trip for a photo shoot i'll tell you to piss off now <laughs> i'm not getting me dick out in snow <laughs> yeah yeah roll around in the snow i, I can't handle the cold like my, my butt cheeks will be freezing like <laughs> No, somewhere nice and warm. Yeah, nice and sunny. We'll do. Oh, you don't have a waterproof camera. I was going to say we'll do some underwater stuff. <laughs> sure, that's, we can sort it. That's really expensive, but yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll just do it on my phone. Then we'll. You, you, can, you can get like those. I've done like you know those disposable underwater cameras. I've used them before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, there we go. There we go. All right then. So, is there? anything before we uh before we leave because we haven't done any fan questions today we'll do that for another time is there anything that you would like to say to fans uh followers on your social medias any potential new fans uh just people in general any upcoming photographers models you've worked with anything um yeah uh well i'm always like my dms are always open i you know respond to everybody um inquiries so um and don't be intimidated by you know sort of types of guys or you know bodies and things that you see i will work with everybody i think everybody's beautiful as cheesy as that sounds um and i like to help people realize that so regardless of you know whether it's more explicit porn implied clothed whatever um i will you know be able to shoot it um and then yeah thanks to all my fans for continuing to like follow and i'm glad you're liking the new content and i like hearing ideas and uh, stuff like that so yeah just a big thank you really no that's perfect thanks for that mate so everyone if you want to go check out alex's work it's alex whiteman photography or whatever his other ones were that he said but we'll have links somewhere um i'm <laughs> <laughs> i'm the host uh ethan bradbury aka mr britain x so feel free to find us on social media and we will see you soon right, bye everyone Nice. Right.